and perhaps I am too. But let's open God's Word. Seven times Jesus spoke when he was on the cross. In our morning assembly, we sang and studied about what will I do with Jesus. In this abbreviated lesson in the second service, let's look at what held Jesus to the cross. Since Jesus spoke seven times, it only makes sense to look at what held him on the cross. Turn to Luke 23 and verse 34. Luke 23 and verse 34 for the first of these statements of Jesus from the cross. Then said Jesus, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. What held Jesus to the cross? He desired for us to know the forgiveness of God. Without him staying on that cross, there is not the forgiveness of God. Now go down just a few verses to Luke 23 and verse 43. Interestingly enough, three of these statements of Jesus from the cross are found in very close proximity. These are the words of Jesus to a dying yet penitent thief. Today you will be with me in paradise. What held Jesus to the cross? The desire that we might know the joy of God's presence. Today you will be with me in paradise. The desire for us to know the joy of the presence of God. Keep looking. As we look at the word of God... Turn to John 19. I'll try to give these statements in the order from which our Lord likely said them. In John chapter 19, you can look at verses 19, uh, chapter 19, verses 25 and following, to about verse 27. While Jesus is on the cross, he sees his mother and the disciple whom he loved. And he says, woman, behold your son, and son, behold your mother. What presence of mind. Imagine the pain that Jesus was in from the prior night's event, his beating. Imagine the pain that he was in from the nails. Imagine the pain that he was suffering as he bore our sin emotionally and spiritually and mentally. Think about that. And yet he has the presence of mind to provide for Mary. This was going to be a very tough time for Mary, wasn't it? And what we see here is his desire that we might know the grace of God. What this is is favor. It's looking beyond oneself to others and extending favor. And because of Jesus and the cross, we know God's favor. We know fellowship, a family relationship with the Lord. Turn to Matthew 27, verse 46. Matthew 27, verse 46. 
When you notice the prayers of Jesus at the crucifixion, the first, the fourth, and the seventh statement are all prayers, beginning, middle, and end. How interesting that Jesus lived his life with such prayer, and he even dies with the sense of prayer. Matthew 27, 46. Jesus says, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What held Jesus to the cross? His desire that we might know the holiness of God. How holy is God? He's so holy that he's of pure eyes and to look upon sin. Habakkuk 1 and verse 13. He is so holy that Jesus came and though he knew no sin, he became sin so that we through him might be righteous before God. 2 Corinthians 5.21 He went to the cross, stayed on the cross, so that we wouldn't have to bear separation from God forever in hell. Back to John 19 now. And look at John 19 and verse 28. What held Jesus to the cross? Here Jesus says, I thirst. I thirst. It's an intriguing statement. What held him to the cross was his desire that we know the satisfaction of God. That God alone ultimately satisfies our greatest needs. The satisfaction of God. And Jesus, while on the cross bearing our sins, is thirsting for this communion, for this relationship with God that He makes possible for us, though we are sinners. Two more statements. In looking at this passage, look at John 19, verse 30. John 19, 30. This statement is one word in the original language, but translated into three in English. It is finished. What held Jesus to the cross The plan of God. Nobody in all the world wants you to go to heaven more than God. Nobody in all the world wants you to go to heaven more than Jesus. The cross is God's provision for us. It's God's plan. Finally, Look, if you will, at Luke chapter 23 and verse 46. Kyle read it just a few moments ago. Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. What held Jesus to the cross? His desire for us to know the victory of God. The victory of God. We are more than conquerors through him 
who loved us. Romans 8, 37 through 39. And so as we bring this abbreviated sermon to a close, a sermon can be short and yet still contain an awful lot to think about. And this morning we talked, we studied about what will you and what will I do with Jesus. But this afternoon we've been able to think a little bit about what held Jesus to that cross for us. If you need to come to Jesus and faith, repentance, and baptism, there's no better time than now. And if you are a child of God but have wandered away from the fold, there is no better time than now.